Bezashem, we're learning Mishwan Simin, Kufain Hay Sif Dalit Shem, the four hundred twenty seven, discussing the Allahas of the Brach of Hatoiv Vahmetiv. And we continue on this topic over here in Sif Dalit, where the Mechaber tells us, Ain Levarah Hatoiv Vahmetiv, Elinke and Gesh Acherimoi, that the Brach of Hatoiv Vahmetiv should not be recited unless you have someone else who's dining, drinking, eating with you, and another bottle of wine has been brought to you. Why is that? Why can't you make the bracha of hatayv v'hametiv if you're eating by yourself, drinking by yourself? I'm sorry, I went the wrong line there. Because the bracha hatayv v'hametiv means hatayv loy, it's good for you. V'hametiv, and you're giving good lechaveroi to your friend. So it can make good for you and good for your friend if if there is no friend there. So too, now, included with having other people with you, that can also work if your wife is there or your children are there. That is considered to be other people with you. However, if you're eating by yourself, then that cannot work. Says the Mishra Sif Kotten Tezvav on the bottom of the page, or it's on the screen as well. Thank you, Ramsamah, for that. And you can drink from that wine. In other words, you could drink from that second bottle, okay? But you don't make the bracha of Hatayva Metiv, because there's no one else there with you. But if no one's drinking and he's by himself, or your friend is going to drink by himself, now, in order to make the bracha hatoyvametiv, another stipulation we have to have is that your friend has to have partnership, ownership with that wine as well. But if it's just a guest, the balabayas gives him to drink. You can't make the bracha toiva metiv. So there's a simple solution of dealing with that, which is you give it to him as well. You know, I make it, make it his, his as well. It could be a little tricky if if it's Shabbos, because on Shabbos you're not supposed to acquire anything. Kinyanim, okay. Because of Magen Avram, the Gama Balabais lo The Balabais can also not make the bracha. If the other person doesn't have partnership with it, unless the balabais puts the bottle of wine on the table with the mindset that anyone who wants can drink it, okay. And in that case, which is a little like when you go to a chasna, you're not a partner with it. You're not. You're not paying for the chasna. You're, 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 you better believe you're not, right? You're just a guest. So then why could you possibly make a bracha toivamative on the wine by the Suda? And the reason the reason is because like the Magnavram is saying here, that the Balabais is putting the wine on the table or is asking the waiters to go pass it around to the guests, and, and he's like he's giving it to you like it's yours. Like the Balabais is giving you that wine, now it's yours. Has therefore is having a shutfis is as if your partners and the guest can also make the bracha. And your wife and children, since you have to sustain them and feed them, it's as if that they have a portion with his wine. 
We also need another stipulation that they're drinking together. And not that one person is in one room and another person is in a different room, but they're all in the same location together. Uh, another, the Achorim say that you should not make the bracha. You should not once again make the bracha atayv emetiv. Unless when both people drank from the first bottle and they drank a different bottle as well. But if they only both drank from the first one. Only one person is making the bracha. Or the opposite, you don't make the bracha. You see a lot of tanoim, stipulations in the bracha. So he says further. Very interesting halacha here. We had learned, we all know, you make a bracha before you drink the wine. By your Pierre Goffin. What happens if you, you were supposed to make and you wanted to make the bracha of on that second different bottle of wine, but you only realized it and remembered after you already had the wine in your mouth, which can happen. You're like, oh, this is a nice tasting bottle of wine. Oh, I should be making a bracha ha'tayv Says the Mishnah from Nachroinim, you can swallow that wine and still make the bracha toiv ametiv after the fact. Bidiyeved, that is still good. So he says, once again, when you remember the wines in your mouth, you swallow it, you make the bracha afterwards. But if you realize after you already drank it, it's not in your mouth anymore. And it's not appropriate to make the bracha at that point. So if you remember when it's still in your mouth, you can swallow, make the bracha. If you remember after you already swallowed, then you cannot make the bracha. The Premier God says, if you still have more wine in that second different bottle, so of course you can make the bracha. Make the bracha, of course you poured yourself some more. And then you drink more from the bottle. That whole discussion of the swallowing is a situation where you didn't have any more and you m- made the bracha after you realized it was in your mouth. You made the bracha after you swallowed. That B'diyavid was saying you can still make the bracha of hatoiv v'hametiv. But if you have more wine in the second bottle, then pour some more wine, make your bracha, and then drink it. So according to what we just said over here, that if I'm at a chasna and I had a bottle of wine, I drank from one bottle, and then I had a different bottle, it seems like I should not be making a tevamative. Well, even if, let's say it is mine, that the, that the host made it mine, like that he's saying it's everybody for everybody to drink from. But you who are sitting next to me, and you who are sitting next to me, you don't have it from the first bottle, and you're not having it from the second bottle. Or you did have it from the first, but you're not having it from the second. And we just learned... In other words, you're saying you didn't have the first bottle with somebody. Right now, exactly. And we learned that's one of the stipulations in the 
because you didn't drink with me, and neither did you drink with me, and we, the three was at the table. I'm wondering now also, and just thinking aloud, out loud, is that let's say, you know, you go to the chasna, you sit down, there's seven, eight people at the table, right? Let's say the person on the other side of the table, who you were polite enough to say hello to, but you have no idea who he is, you have nothing to do with him, okay? And he happens to drink a, a, a bottle of wine from the first bottle of wine. You also happen to drink from that first bottle of wine. And then you happen to drink from that second bottle. And so does he. Well, once again, you have nothing to do with him. Is that called eating together because you're sitting at the same table? Or is that like, like he's, in, he's sitting at a table three tables down? That's because you have nothing to do with him. Not for any specific reason. He just, you know, didn't hit it off. <laughs> he's at the other side of the round table. And the big flowers in between, and the candles in between, and everything else in between. Yeah, so, 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 it's not, what I'm saying is not so partial to be so quick to say, oh, I have a new bottle of wine. So let me make the bracha taivamaitiv. Okay, let's see, Sif, hey. Mechabra says, Many people are eating at the meal. Each person makes his own bracha of hataivamaitiv. One person should not make the bracha for everyone. Why? So we learned this earlier in Sif Aleph, because we're concerned, we're concerned that the food or the drink in this case will go down the windpipe instead of the food pipe. Okay. When the answer Amen. So that's why one person should make the bracha, each person should make his own bracha. Haggad, Ramon says, but if they were sitting down, to drink without eating. Echen mevarech lekulam. One makes one person makes a bracha for everyone. Now, the scenario that Ramah is talking about is where they have what they call drinking parties. They sit down. They convey like a sud on drinking. It's not something that I can relate to, but there there was apparently there maybe even it could still be such a concept like this, right? Wine tasty. Wine tasty. I'm not sure. It's a different. Uh, it was kind of commercial. Do you, do, you, do you taste? Do you really swallow it all, and and then they swish it around? I don't know what they do. I'm not sure why. They, but but I, I think I drew. He's doing this online right now. I think he would he would tell me that uh, it's maybe especially in France they have this concept of like the coveya. They sit down. It's a kvius on wine, no food at all. So the bottom line is the Ramah says if that is the case, one bracha suffices for everyone. One person should make the bracha of atayvayte for everyone. Why? So the understanding is, is that we're not concerned that a person's going to answer a man with food in his mouth. What's in his mouth? If the wine's in his mouth, we don't open our mouth with liquid. It's going to fall out. If the wine's not in the mouth because we swallowed it, so we could also answer a man. So if it's, if there's no eating, then we, then we don't have a problem and one person can make the bracha for everyone. Okay. Um, there is no Mishnah Brura on this, so we move right along to Sif Vav. When the Mechavah says, Yain shall stay chavios. You have wine that comes from two different barrels. Vakol mimin echad. It's all from the same type of wine. In besoich arboi mioin lebitzirosa. If within 40 days of the harvesting, samu bishnei kelim, you placed into two different barrels, two different vessels. Chashiva kishnei minin. If it's within 40 days of the harvesting of the wine, of the grapes, then it's considered to be two different types of grapes, of wines. One, one, one of these barrels you make the bracha gofen, and the second type, type, the second barrel you make the bracha taiva meitiv. 
But however, if it was divided up, these uh, wines after forty days from the harvest of of the of the grapes, after forty days, it's not what's called a different bottle. It's the same bottle, it happens to be in a different barrel, but it's the same wine. It says the Mishnah Rura, the Kevin since each one was fermenting in its own barrel, in the first case we said that is within 40 days, then it can have its own flavor when it's being fermented, fermented in, in its barrel. After 40 days, it's not what's called old wine, the taste doesn't change. It's the same flavor, exact taste from the first barrel if it's after 40 days. Okay, this is, this is, um, this is our discussion of, of, uh, wine over here. And we move right along now to Simon Kuf Ainvav, Shahapas Paites, a parperis, that the bread exempts the parperis, like the dish, the side dish. Says the mechaber here, shapas poiter es aparperes sif aleph beirich alapas. He made a bracha on the bread poiter es aparperes, so it exempts the parperes. The little translation I think they have by you is crumbles. Okay, the hainu peruri pas, which are peruri pas, pas which are in crumbs. Okay, so crumbles. Yeah. I've never heard that <laughs> word before in my life. Besides for this topic here. Okay. I've seen this before. <laughs> okay. So he says, like little pieces of bread, dak, dak, very fine, that you like glue them together with some gravy or some honey. Okay. Now, so we said the, the Mechavah tells us that if you make the bracha on the bread, it exempts the parperis, these crumb balls. Let's see the Mishra here in Sifkat and Aleph. She'ein behem kezayis. You don't have a kezayis. Ve'gam ovad behem tayolechem. The crumb balls, the parperis, doesn't look like bread. So it doesn't have the tayolechem. She'berchosun bayrim in a mezaynis. The bracha would be now a mezaynis. If you would just eat these parperis, you make a mezaynis. It's like a cookie. Fine. Now, it's potter luhu pass. It's tofil. It's a secondary to the bread. It's like a cooked dish. The pass by trossin and the bread that you make hamaytzi on the bread exempts this cooked dish. Now the mechavis says further: If you make the brach on the parperis, what brach would you make on the parperis? You make him a zaynis. As we just learned, you still have to make your hamoitzi. So if you made a mezainis on these crumb balls, you still have to make a hamoitzi on the bread. Says the Mishnah says Apparently in those days, it was common practice to bring them before you wash, to start eating them, and they would open up the, the juices, and you start enjoying them, and then you have more of an appetite for the food. But it does not exempt the bread. 
came in the Birchas Borimin Mezoinus, since it's only Mezoinus as opposed to Hamaitzi on the bread. Cause of a Shittim Kabat says. Yes. You're saying you never send the bread, but sometimes you don't have to make a bracha on the bread. Because we learn, we learn the case, and we'll see more. If you're eating herring, and you're just eating that, that cracker to help it get down, so to say, but you don't really want the cracker, so then, like, just, let's say, so you have to, let's say, the, the same case with the bread. You had a little schnapps, and then you're just putting the bread in your mouth to help, the, make your din, it's not common, but make your din, that, is, that would be the case. Okay? But in generally speaking, what you're saying is correct. Mezayin is never part, there is the bread. Now he brings from the Shittim Kobetzes, Sha'afim Kivim Beferish, Liftar Loimahani. Even if you explicitly have intention that you want the, the bread to be exempt when you make your Mezayinus, still doesn't help. Ulinu Bracha Achreina. Okay. Now this is an interesting case here. In regards to Bracha Achreina, it says like this. If you ate these parperis, these crumbles, for enjoyment, or to be a little satiated, you have to make your bracha before the meal. So I'll tell you what I'm thinking. Tell you what I'm thinking. Let's put this case in somewhat practical scenario. You go to a, a dinner, you go to a, a chasna, and it's more like maybe by a dinner, but you saw some hors d'oeuvres going around. And you're making mezainus on it. Even there's some stuff inside. You're making mezainus. But that's only the beginning. After this, you go to the next room, and you have a whole six-course meal. So, he says, if you ate them for enjoyment, if you ate them to be a little satiated, before you leave, make your bracha achroina. Okay? You put up signs by the next dinner, right? First make your bracha achroina before you leave the room. Oh, I have to have a shear. Let me go eat some more. Okay, all shayla. However, but if you didn't make the bracha until you benched, now in other words, you were supposed to make your bracha You were supposed to, but you didn't. Now the benching will exempt it, will, will cover it as well. As we said, as we'll say later on in some Reish Ches, if you say. Yes. 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 You're talking about Shinamakim. You're saying. Yeah. yeah. That that is an issue. That issue. One way to deal with that question you're raising, like the Shinamakim you're changing, is that two two ways to deal with it. One is that it's in the same room. Okay. In other words, the same ballroom. Okay. Another one is that it's under the same roof. There are those leniencies. Another one is uh, they have is that you can still see the other place. Okay. So three ways to deal with that. Good point. Okay. If your intention is to eat certain types of mezoinus, also during the meal, then so what he's saying is like this: you have these mezoinus hors d'oeuvres. This is a very practical case. It's coming up to dinner season now. Okay, you have these hors d'oeuvres. You make your mezoinus. And now you can go to the, the, the next course, the next marathon of eating. So what do you do now? So the first thing you suggest to do is make your alamichya. Okay? Then you'll go over and you'll wash afterwards. What if you don't wash? Continue? Oh, so if you don't wash, you should have in mind this mezainus is going on all the food that I'm eating, any mezainus. Here his case is that, let's say I'm going to wash. 
If I have in mind that my mezoyness I made now is also going on the mezoyness I'm going to eat during the meal. Sometimes I put some crackers on the table and uh, there's a mezoyness, there's a kugel, whatever it might be. Mezoyness, kugel. You don't have to make your alamichia and you're, you're having your mind, your mezoyness is going on that as well. And when you make your bench and your bench afterwards, that covers it all. According to this opinion, you should have specific intention to exempt that which you ate beforehand. So now you have to remember, when I'm benching, then I'm also keeping in mind those hors d'oeuvres that I had in the beginning of my evening. Okay, we're going to stop here in the middle of the page with this Mishnah Rura and continue now with Omid Yoimim.